0: get so caught up in like losing a game or like making an error or those types of things that like are so not defining of what your college career is going to be and like now I look back we didn't win a national championship but I have best friends for life and I know that they're gonna be in my wedding they're going to be like their kids are gonna be my kids best friends and I I when you're in it sometimes you get stuck in like oh my gosh like I I'm in a slump I can't get out like you sit at home and you're crying like cry in the shower or maybe that's just me (laughs) but you can't get out of like those hard times and I just wished I could go back and be like dude this is so not defining of what this is going to be for you and
1: First, I want to welcome everyone to the car ride home. I'm joined today uh, with Aaliyah Andrews and Sis Bates. Aaliyah Andrews, let me make sure you both have like a really long list of awards. So I'm going to go high level. Uh, All-American from LSU, about to enter her third season with Athletes Unlimited. Two-time already, all-defensive team with Athletes Unlimited. And I think more famously, Air Aaliyah with like a mainstay on ESPN top place. And Sis Bates, All-American from Washington, former Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. There's a defensive theme here, you guys. Also entering her third season with Athletes Unlimited and a former AU Defensive Player of the Year. So I think we'll talk a lot about defense here, but Aliyah, Sis, welcome to the car ride home. We're in the car of the two of you who's driving. Leah for sure <laughs> why not sis
0: well I will say I don't think I'm a poor driver I just feel very comfortable with Aaliyah driving and it makes me feel better and I am the passenger princess and I sit there and I show I don't know I play music and I chat with Aaliyah
1: <laughs> sis first what are, what are we listening to in the car
0: okay well it could be a a big variety, honestly. There, we could listen to many of things. Um, big country girl, my bad. Uh, worship music, love it. And then Aaliyah has like other fun songs that I don't really know
1: of, and she teaches them. Okay, well, this is also, sorry, this is also a very important car ride right home question. Where are we eating? I love Chick Fil A. Love Chipotle i feel
0: like those are our staples where else do we go
2: well no we never went there together panda we both love panda but we've never been there together <laughs> yeah that is true
1: <laughs> obviously there are a lot of car rides home together and we will dive into that in a second but i want to take you guys back because you know one of the reasons we called this the car ride home is because there there's almost this um like perception or negative thoughts about the car ride home you know you just you just ended a game your parent was your coach, mom or dad's in the car with you. You have this like two hour drive and sometimes it can be a little bit uncomfortable or it can be a great opportunity. So just curious from each of you going back, I want to bring it back to your youth days, which weren't that long ago. Uh, Aliyah, I'm going to start with you. What is the most memorable or impactful car ride home for you?
2: Oh gosh. Uh, I don't know if I have like, One specific, but I can tell you the dynamic of my car ride homes. And I have, I can say I have like the best, or for me at least, for like how I was as a player, I have like the best softball parents that supported me so much, but also didn't really try and like coach me or anything. So they were like there at every game and they, you know, I would have a horrible game and I'd get back in the car. So this is how it went. Right. So if I had a bad game, And I got back in the car. They already knew I was, like, so mad at myself and was disappointed in myself. And, like, I was my biggest, you know, critique or critic. Um, So my mom would be like, you know, well, at least, like, your hair really looked good. Or at least, like, you you looked like you ran so fast at first that one time. And I'm like, Mom, thanks, queen. But leave me alone. (laughs) Please leave me alone but they were so good at like trying to make me feel better because they knew that I was already mad at myself. Whereas like, you know, some of my other friends, like they had parents that would get on them because they didn't really care as much, you know, they needed that extra push, but like, I was, I was already pushing myself. So they were like trying to get me back to being. Okay.
1: Like, you know, you,
2: you did better than a lot of other people. So you're fine.
1: (laughs) I love it. Sis, what about you? Most memorable or impactful? Or set the stage for us in the, the Bates car ride home.
0: Yeah, that was literally the funniest thing ever. And I can see mom being like, You look so cute out there. Okay, sorry. Back to back to my car ride. So I when I was in travel ball, I commuted to Southern California. So it was quite the trip. Um so I couldn't really have like parents that like try to coach me cuz that would be the most terrible 6 hour drive back home. So um I I don't know if I have one in particular but I just know that me and my dad would take those trips most of the time and it was like the best time that we got like it was just one-on-one time with dad and we would literally talk about anything and everything and you know me it's hard to make me shut up. So we were t- we would talk the whole time. <laughs> um, and man, I just feel like our relationship really got so close during that time. And I'm really thankful for the trips that we had. And I will say from a softball standpoint, he was really good at like letting me talk about things when I wanted to. So he wouldn't bring anything up and he would wait for me to be like, oh, my gosh, like, why did I do that? And he's like. Okay, now we can talk about it. So he he was really patient in those ways. And, man, I'm sure there was, there was some times where I would just sit there and pow. And ugh, sis is crazy, but especially young, competitive, crazy sis. But, yeah, he was so patient and kind and graceful. Um, and it was just the best times
1: with dad. It's so funny you said that. I think this is going to be a theme, by the way, in all of these episodes of The Car Ride Home because so many of us as players, like, that's what we did. Right. And we commuted, but my last Amanda Scarborough was on last. She said the same thing, like until she brought it up, that's, that's when they would start to ask. So I have the two of you on here for a reason, because I feel like, and I'm going to throw myself in this friend group too. Um, I feel like we all met originally, or maybe like got to know each other better through team Alliance, um, and your time in the summer, 2021, And you guys both had just finished up your amazing college careers. Uh, You came out to play for this new group called Team Alliance. Um, So I want you guys, tell the story a little bit. Now it's like the two of you bonded forever here, but tell the the origin story of how the two of you met and became such good friends.
0: Origin story. Well, Aaliyah was ill, deathly ill.
1: Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, I loved meeting all the girls and the experience at Team Alliance, but my personal experience of how sick I got was horrendous. But other than that, it was great. But, yeah, I was definitely ill, so sick dug out. And I didn't know sis, like, at all. We just, like, kind of talked a little bit, like, at the practice before we played the game. And I was popping up a horrible storm, and Sam, the coach, she was like, hey, like, you can – you no know, pinch run and i was like dying like literally like coughing up like i don't even know it was disgusting and sis comes over and she goes you better not put your
0: helmet on but yeah we didn't
2: have like a interaction at the alliance i feel like
0: yeah we that is so funny i'm so crazy how did i just go up to someone i barely know i'm like do not put your helmet on <laughs> i'm like you are unwell yeah we um I feel like the only time that we really got to hang out the Alliance was in the dugout, and um, basically me just being a goofball, and Aaliyah is probably like, who is this person that is literally crazy? But then when we got to Athletes Unlimited, um, that's more of a good origin story there, because me and Tara Albello, we lived in, like, these apartments, and we went to take the trash out. And you need, like, a key to get back into our apartment complex, and (laughs) we forgot the key upstairs. So Aaliyah was, like, on the, like, bottom, bottom floor, and Taryn was like, who's in this room? And I was like, I think it's Aaliyah. And I, like, I'm not really, like, that close to Aaliyah, but I'm like, hopefully she doesn't get mad if we wake her up. We freaking bang on Aaliyah's window. (laughs) It was literally the funniest thing. Aaliyah comes out. She lets us in. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then from there, we like got her ice cream because we felt bad. And
1: then that's when we became best friends. <laughs> so it was the ice cream that actually brought you guys together. Got it. I love it. And now you've been inseparable ever, ever since, right? I want to pause for a minute to tell you about the Alliance Fast Pitch. The Alliance Fast Pitch is a national league system for amateur softball. I like to think of us as the pathway to play and the pathway to develop. If you're a youth softball coach or parent of a youth softball player, we know at the end of the day, you just want what's best for your daughter. But sometimes it's hard to figure out where to go or where to start. We're here to help you with that and to make your job easier. Softball is an important part of your life, but it's only a small part of your life. Think of the Alliance Fast Pitch as your one-stop shop for everything. Build your fall, spring, summer scheduled tournaments inside your region. Compete on a level playing field to earn your national championship berth. Join a community of fellow youth softball coaches, parents, and athletes. Check out our national leaderboards for all ages. Understand where your daughter stacks up compared to her peers inside a region or even nationally. Help your daughter get recognized nationally through our player recognition programs and get access to all of the discounts and benefits of being an annual Alliance member. We brought the best in the industry into one home so we can provide softball families with access to the best resources at a more affordable price. We built the Alliance Fast Pitch on two principles, collaboration and putting the athlete first. Together, we can grow. Together, we can do better for our athletes. Be a part of the fastest growing softball community. We're here to make your life easier and your experience in softball better. Join us today. Join the Alliance Fastpitch by going to the AllianceFastPitch.com and follow us on all of our social media platforms. You already mentioned Athletes Unlimited, and I'm going to come back to that because I, I definitely want to hear more about AU and your experience. But I'm going to kind of go back again to travel ball. Um, and now, you know, looking at, at your career, sis, you grew up in, in California, which has long history and hotbed of travel ball. aliyah over in Florida, which is continuing to grow and become a bigger and bigger Hotbed. So I kind of want to go through each of your experiences a little bit, um, especially with the Alliance. We have so many young players. So, sis, I'm going to start with you. You, know, When did you first start playing softball? What did that transition look like of going into travel ball? And, and what are some of your biggest memories of playing?
0: Yeah, so I started out playing baseball. I played T-ball with the boys when I was four. I think I was too young to play softball. So I played on the Yankees. And um, I like had my hair down with my hat on. It's the funniest pictures that you'll ever see. Um, And then I started playing softball when I was five. And um, from that, I just remember being young and like loving it so much. I was, if you can't tell, like a very energetic child, and I needed to like run around and get all my energy out. So T-ball, like, softball was so fun to me, and I just remember always asking my mom. We lived right by our, like, complex, and I would always ask her, like, Mom, when's softball season? When is softball season? And it was just, like, the best time. I loved playing, and I played with my best friends. Um, So, yeah, and then I got into travel ball when I was nine, maybe. I think I was nine. I played for the Tri-County Smash. I played with Bubba. Nichols, um, Melina O'Neill, uh, Maddie and Kendra Hackbarth. There was just so many people on that team that went off and like did really amazing things, and it's so funny to look back at our ten u pictures and like I'm like swimming in my pants. Like it's just so funny. But um, played for Tri County Smash. Then our organization switched to Firecrackers, but it was the same group of girls, same coaches. And then I made the big switch to go play for Tony's team when I was a sophomore. So I played with the same group of girls my whole life until I went to Tony's team. So it was a pretty big transition for me. And um, I'm a really big relationship person, so... It was really hard for me to leave like my best friends in the whole wide world. And I was really nervous um, to go meet all these new people because I I didn't know anyone. Um, and that was like the first time I've ever been in an experience like that. I, I live in a really small town, so everybody knows everyone. So it was the first time that I had really experienced that, and I was really, really scared and nervous. And it ended up being the best decision that my family had ever made. And I feel so grateful to know Tony and all of those coaches. Um, and it was just really the best experience. And it prepared me so much for college.
1: So I love, I didn't realize you started in baseball and I can relate to that as well. So Aaliyah, I'm going to switch to you. We're going to go to the other coast in the U.S. here over to Florida can you take us through your youth softball journey and what that looked like?
2: Yeah. So I played T-ball too. And then, yeah, it was like co-ed. So with the boys and the girls, Um, but that was just like, yeah. So I played T-ball when I was probably around four-ish and then I did like everything in between like soccer, gymnastics, and cheerleading. I love cheerleading. Um, And then, my sister, AJ, got into softball when she was like, I don't know old she was. Anyway, she was whatever age, maybe 10 or 11. And when she started, my mom was like, well, we're putting you in that too, just because, you know, get y'all away from us for a little bit, probably. So I started softball around like seven, I would say, in our Oldsmar Little League. And then I started travel ball. I did it. I started, I think eight you eight or like 10 you something super young and I only started because AJ started travel ball whatever age she was um for the Clearwater Bombers and they just had made an 8u team so my mom put me in it and yeah so I played for the Clearwater Bombers and I played for the Clearwater Bombers for a long long time we just kind of like kept going up in age like the same team um and then I played for like the Clearwater Bullets the, a million different teams, I swear. Um, but played for a lot of them. And then I ended up at Gold Coast. Well, I played at for Team FLA. It was like a big organization at first, and then it kind of went down a little bit. But then I went to the Gold Coast Hurricanes, which was out of Miami. Um, but my favorite part of travel ball was traveling. I thought it was like the most fun experience. I always had like the best teams and especially when I was super young and I knew all the people that I just like had grown up with and we had stayed on the same team and you know the my teammates parents like became you know like my road trip parents and you know my parents trusted them with me and we just became super close in like a whole different way and it's so interesting to see it and um but yeah, those are my favorite times, was traveling and seeing, like, because sometimes my parents couldn't come with me. They would be with AJ or Athena, my young sister. So um, going with my teammates and, like, seeing their dynamic on a trip and, like, where they like to go eat and just, like, being a part of a whole other family for a weekend, is I think it was, like, so cool. And so, I don't know. It just, like, prepares you for knowing different people and, like, knowing a whole different background of the the world and like at a young age so that was really cool and
1: that's my favorite part it's so true and what's cool about what what you both just said are the relationships right the those are the memories and the biggest ones it's funny because I live in this world of travel ball right now and I think oftentimes we get caught up in the stats the awards winning the championships and of course the three of us are very competitive and that's important but like when you look back I mean, do you guys remember any championships that you won or those? Or is it more about the stories and the the memories and the, like, fun stuff?
0: All about the memories. And, I mean, you're going to remember a couple of those, like, big games. But I cannot tell you, like, it's hard for me to even remember things about college. So, I – but I do remember the funny experiences that we would have in the hotels or at dinner. So, those things are what really matter. And the relationships that you make, because I still talk, I went to the Mariners games with one of my best friends in travel ball and you, you the relationships are really what it's all about. It's not, you're going to make errors, You're going to strike out. Like those things are inevitable. And I know it sucks when you're in the moment, but you are not going to remember that in two years from now. I agree. So
2: and I think that like even when we do remember the championships and like the cool, really big games, I think you remember how you feel being like so excited for your team and like, or so excited for the person that got that big hit. Or, you know, it's like being super excited for the people and not necessarily like, oh, I won a championship kind of thing. It's like, I did it with all these people that I'm super close with and, you know, that I worked super hard to get to this place with. Um, so yeah, I think that's the thing. I remember so many things of like, I remember so-and-so did this and that's how he won. I remember so-and-so did that. And that's how that happened. Like remembering the people and not just, I won a championship kind of
1: thing. So important. You guys, I love that. Uh, and excited to share that with our young players too, and probably the parents. So we're going to move now. So travel ball, you both move on to, to college to play. So it's not that long ago, sis. So, I'm going to bring you guys back to some, some memories here. What do you miss the most? What are you, two years out, three years out? What do you guys miss the most about being a college softball player?
2: Okay, one thing that I really, really miss besides the girls and being on a team where like you just get to practice and train with someone every day, I think being a pro, it's so different because obviously you know everybody has different jobs and we're in different parts of the country, and so you're training on your own for the most part. Um, so like when I go, go back to the field and I – am hitting and things. And I see the girls like doing stuff together and, you know, trying to get to a higher goal altogether while training. I, I miss that part. Um, but another big part I miss is like the traditions, especially just that I know, I, I don't know about a bunch of other colleges, but I'm sure there are. But at LSU, there's just so many, you know, different kind of traditions that you do and like routine, the routines that happen um, and the people that come around and I just miss like the the family aspect, but it also turns into like, I guess like the college traditions and the college feel. Um, people just love college softball, and you know they they love representing a school that they love so much as well. So like people in Louisiana, they love LSU, of course. So it's just
0: I miss like having that kind
2: of feel. I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, I. agree with Aaliyah. I think that we're both pretty lucky to be in our like college town still. So Lee gets to go see her friends at LSU and I'm still here with my best friends at UW. So I do feel lucky about that. Um, I am the exact same as Aaliyah. I really miss like the everyday grind with my best friends. Like when you're in it, you're like, man, like this is so tough. But like, when you're done, oh, my gosh. I wish that I could live those days over and over and over again. I even think about, like, our, like, conditioning test. And, like, it's it's so awful when you're in it. You're like, oh, my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. And now I'm like, ah, oh, that was, like, so fun. Like, we were, like, going through shared adversity together. Like, right now, as a pro, like, we train by ourselves. And um, I obviously, like, I... I'm like huge about relationships and like I love the fact of like getting better together and like what can we do to make each other better today so like everybody working towards a common goal and buying into the culture and oh man I am like a nerd for that and I miss it so much and it just makes me so like proud to see um you dub like still doing it and working through it together and uh it just makes my little alumni heart very proud, and I miss it so much.
1: <laughs> do you guys remember a lot in the recruiting, we talk about um, you just get that feeling, right, when you step on campus, and you knew that was the school for you. So curious from, from your standpoint, and, Sis, I'll start with you, but when did you know that the University of Washington was home? and, and what Do you remember that feeling, and, and what helped you make that decision to, to go to school there?
0: I'm really funky for this, but... I saw them win in 09, and I was like, I want to go there. And my dad, I was a little munchkin, and my dad was like, oh, my gosh, sis, (laughs) you're so silly. And I, not because they won, but it was because of, like, the excitement and joy they got for everyone around them and, like, the love that they were pouring into each other. And I was, like, a little girl watching it, like, literally fell in love with everything about UW softball. So I... I ended up going on, that was like the only school I ever went to camps at. Like I, that was the only school I ever visited, um, which sounds crazy and I'm so lucky that it worked out the way that it did because I couldn't imagine going down any other rabbit hole of trying to find a different school. Like I just feel so lucky that my stars aligned, but, um, went on camps there and was with the girls in person and There was not a doubt in my mind that I wanted to go there. So, yeah, I – very unique for sure. Um, And I feel super, super lucky that it worked out the way that it did because um, I love UW softball with my whole heart, and I just can't believe that it worked out like that. I'm so lucky.
2: So I didn't really have, like, a dream school. I didn't say, like, I wanted to go – here or anything but I knew I wanted to play in the SEC I picked the SEC like just watching my sister play she you know went to LSU and watching her play and because she played in the SEC I obviously watched a lot of her games and watched a lot of the SEC teams play and I just felt like it was such a cool dynamic I guess you could say and I just I mean, a big reason why I picked SEC is because I can't do the cold, so it's like, I gotta stay in the south, and I gotta stay in a competitive, um, what's it, conference, um, and just a conference that I thought was cool. So, whenever I did get offered by LSU, it kind of just part of me was thinking like, Ugh, I don't want to be in my sister's shadow, you know? I don't, I don't want to get there, and that's all they talk about. And uh, so I was, it was kind of hard for me at first to to really picture myself there. Um, But then as I got older and, you know, I was at their tailgates and all these things, like they literally treated me like family from the beginning. I was literally, as sis says, a little munchkin, like however old I was. I don't know, maybe nine or 10, whenever AJ started. I don't know, whatever age, really young. They treated me like I was like the best thing ever, fed me crawfish, like threw it down my throat and you know, I was like, I just feel like I have to go there. Like, it's just, it just makes sense. It feels right. Um, and I can make my own legacy and I don't have to be in my sister's shadow. So I figured that out and that helped me with my decision for sure.
1: Crawfish would help with me too. By the way, I don't know if anybody is keeping tabs, but according to Aaliyah, she was nine when AJ started travel ball and nine when AJ started at LSU. So we'll, we'll figure out that age gap at at some point here,
2: (laughs) I have no idea how old we are apart. We're five years apart. So I definitely was not nine. I was what, maybe 12 when she was 18? I don't know. No, that's 17. I don't know. Whatever. Whenever she got there, I was some age. You were younger. We
1: I got was younger. It. it all runs together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I was 13. Okay, there we go. All
1: right. Last, in, in college, what <laughs> is one thing that you know now that you wish you would have known before college? And it could even be something that like, well, I had no idea. And I'll give you mine. But mine was realizing how difficult the fall was and balancing all that. And I think I would take like three naps a day. But is there something that you wish you would have known going into college um, before you went?
0: Looking back now, I feel like probably it would be just like sometimes you get so caught up in like, losing a game or, like, making an error or those types of things that, like, are so not defining of what your college career is going to be. And, like, now I look back, we didn't win a national championship, but I have best friends for life, and I know that they're going to be in my wedding. They're going to be, like, their kids are going to be my kids' best friends. And I, when you're in it, sometimes you get stuck in, like, oh, my gosh, like, I I'm in a slump. I can't get out. Like, you sit at home and you're crying. Like, cry in the shower, or maybe that's just me. (laughs) But you can't get out of like those hard times. And I just wish I could go back and be like, dude, this is so not defining of what this is going to be for you. And when you're going through those things, like there are other people that are feeling those things too. So I would say just like leaning on people around you and. I am a big advocate for therapy, and I found therapy later on in my career, and I wish that I could have um, gave myself the courage to ask for help earlier in my career. I guess that would probably be the
1: biggest thing that I would tell my younger self. Aaliyah, how about you? Anything that you wish you would have known?
2: I think I've always been pretty coachable, um, at at least like going to college. When I was a young girl, oh God, I don't know, but going to college, I was very, like, I wanted to learn so much and everything. Um, but like throughout your career, you know, you get, sometimes you get caught up and you're like, Ugh, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear anything today. Like, sometimes you just have bad days where you don't want to, you know, you don't want to necessarily listen to your coaches or just like, you're just kind of in your own head. And, you know, sometimes you just have those days. Um, as much as you respect your coaches and everything, sometimes you just have those days. So now that I don't have like the coaches there to tell me instruction all the time. I literally crave it. Like I, like I call Lindsay down all the time or Sandy or something. I'm like, I just need you to tell me what the heck this is right now. Like, I have no idea. Like I can feel that something's wrong, but like, I need you. And so like those days that I felt like I didn't need them to say something to me, you know, there's just like some stubborn days that you have. Um, Like, I wish I could take those back and be like, Aaliyah, you are going to miss them. Like, I literally miss those days so much. Um, So, yeah, I think that is just, like, just remembering that your coaches are there to just always make you better. And they're never telling you something just to, like, you know, at least the ones that I've had, they haven't tried to tell me something just to be mean or just to get on my butt. Like, they're telling me something because they want me to be better and because it's what they see. And that's it. And now, like, I've always appreciated it. But now that I don't have it every single day, I miss it so much.
1: That's a really good one. That's so good, you guys, and so vulnerable, too, of just, like, that's real. And I, you just brought me but You both brought me back, like, oh, yeah, actually, I kind of miss that, too, sometimes of <laughs> having them in your ear. All right, let's 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 go to, to Athletes Unlimited now. You're both going into your third season. Um, you're part of the second class, I guess. Uh, for athletes unlimited, so I want to talk a, l- a little bit about your experience and also even some of the differences because there there might be people that still don't fully you know understand exactly what athletes unlimited is. So, uh, Aliyah I'm going to start with you of just you know overall how has your experience been with athletes unlimited and and as a professional softball player? It's been so fun.
2: It's like I think everything that we could have asked for going into a professional season. Like we were treated like professionals and it just like the girls there are so kind and just like want to see you be better um and like the committee and just everything of au is just like that and they they have so many different programs and like fun nights for us to learn about each other learn about things that are going on in the world learn about just so many different things um, to know that it's not, you know, it's bigger than just ourselves. We're we're playing for something so much bigger. We have these causes that we're playing for and it's, you know, for something way bigger than just ourselves. Um, and so I think we just had like the best first professional experience that we possibly could have had, or at least that I think. Um, so I think Athletes Unlimited is like, I don't know. I have all good things to say. I love it. I love to go see my friends and Go see what they're doing around the world when we get to meet up for a few weeks and play. But, yeah. so I love it.
0: Yeah, Aliyah touched on, like, all of the beautiful things of AU. I, the only thing I'll add is we literally, like, get to meet 60 new people. And it, that's what's unique about our league is that you could potentially play with everybody there so um you get to play with someone new every week and you get to foster these relationships and then like Leah saying when we go back home it's like oh my gosh now I see Sid coaching at Duke and I'm like so invested in Duke because Sid is their coach so it's just the most unique like greatest experience we got so lucky with our first pro season and um I, yeah, I just love everything about AU. It's player run. Um, uh, They really care about us and treat us like professionals. And I just, I feel really, really lucky to be a part of such a great
1: league. So we're actually, we are bringing our Stars of Tomorrow games to Athletes Unlimited to play during your season. And those athletes, same points format. They're not going to have coaches there. We're going to have facilitators. Can you guys talk a little bit about the structure? Um, just to even give them a glimpse, like what is that point system like? Is it stressful? Like, do you follow it? It's a little bit different than just your stats, but can you talk about not only the point system, but even the format of how, you know, you go through a draft and your teams could change every week?
0: Yeah. So um, we have a draft before every new week and you get drafted on a new team with, and the captain, the top four on the leaderboard are the ones that are the captains of the team and they're the ones that draft with a facilitator. So do that. And then we go through our week of practice and then we play something about the leaderboard that I feel like a lot of people don't realize. And what I was nervous about when I first um, committed to playing with athletes Unlimited was I thought that the point system was going to be like um, super individualized. And I, know that i don't play well when i get caught up in like personal stats i can't play like that i have to play for everyone around me so it is totally not like that like you get the most points from winning games winning innings those are the things that really matter so the win points are where you make most of your points on the leaderboard so i will say that sometimes people get caught up in thinking that the leaderboard is super individualized and it is totally not you win most of your points by Winning games and I love that aspect of it,
1: Aaliyah. What about for you? With what's that like? Of you play against somebody one week and you're trying to beat them, and now you go back and your teammates with them the next week. What's that experience like?
2: Yeah, it's it's different. It's so weird because like you're on a team and you're talking to your teammate about you know what you might be struggling with or not even struggling, but just, like, some of your strengths. You just are talking, having conversations. And then, like, in the back of your head, sometimes you're like, oh, shoot, she's not on my team next week. Like, she's going to use that to my, like, you know, against me, Um, which would be smart, you know. I mean, it's a game. But some things are kind of like that, right? So, like, you're thinking about how you're on a team with someone and you have this connection, and then the next week you're trying to have a different connection with somebody else and, you know, some things you click with so much and like last AUX I had the whole outfield the same for I think all three weeks or maybe two weeks or something and then so getting to AU and then having a different outfield I was like wait I like I forgot what it's like to you know switch it up again and you just learn a lot about how people work and then when you switch Uh, next week you're learning again which is super cool and it's such a privilege um it's taught me a lot because I'm like dang like you guys did that at whatever state or what you know whatever school you went to and we do it this way but like that's really cool that you do it that way and maybe I can implement it and we can figure it out together um so yeah it's really cool really different but cool and I think it's a privilege to be able to learn in that kind of way too
1: it's fun. I never thought about that from strategy. Even I'm thinking like pitchers and catchers now. Who would go like you called for a pitcher one game and now you get to hit against her. And it's just crazy. I think that's what makes it so fun too as as a fan to watch it. And Aaliyah, you hit on it a little bit about being player led, and I think sis, now you're a part of the player executive committee. Can you explain a little bit, you know, what what is the player executive committee for Athletes Unlimited and what Like, what has your experience been like that so far? Are you guys really getting input as players into the business side of the professional league? Did you know less than 10% of high school softball players go on to play college softball? The recruiting process can be hard and confusing. That's why the Alliance Fast Pitch partnered with the best in the recruiting game, NCSA. NCSA has been a leader in college athlete recruiting for over 20 years and has helped more than 250,000 student athletes make commitments to their college choice. NCSA provides innovative tools to help athletes through online education and performance training expert recruiting guidance from former college softball coaches who've actually been there, data-driven college c- college matching tools, and access to more college softball coaches than any other college recruiting service. And get this, Alliance members get 50% off NCSA Team Edition and NCSA services. Yes, 50% off all recruiting services and products from NCSA just for being an Alliance member. And trust me, I've asked. The Alliance is the only partner with this 50% off discount for our members. Take advantage of this Alliance membership benefit. Get the edge on recruiting. To see what NCSA has to offer, visit thealliancefastpitch.com, click on partners, and find NCSA. NCSA, the smart way for coaches, clubs, and athletes to win at college recruiting. I love that. And I'm excited, too, to bring our youth athletes and hopefully college coaches this summer, this August, athletes unlimited so they get to really experience it but also see it i you guys know me i'm a huge proponent of professional softball and, and you guys continuing opportunities and, and allowing our, our young girls to aspire to do that so i'm super excited for for that experience i want to i want to flip it you guys got to talk about each other now which i i don't think you have a problem so we hit on all the defensive awards that the two of you have gotten i think you're both just re- obviously you're phenomenal players all the way around but there's something Really, really special about each of you on, on defense, Aaliyah in the outfield, Sis in the infield. So, I want to do a scouting report of each other. So, whoever can go first, but I want to know the scouting report. Aaliyah, what makes Sis a great defender? And, and, Sis, same question to you. What What's so special about Aaliyah? What makes Aaliyah one of, one of the best outfielders in our game? Who wants to go first?
2: I can go. Okay, well. I mean, to start, whenever I'm up to bat, I'm like, don't hit the sister, the end. Like, that's the Like, that's the end. (laughs) Um, And I think the reason is her range is crazy. Like, she knows, and it's, like, not just her, I mean, it is her range, but because she has such an amazing, like, first step and like, reaction to the ball, that's how she's able to have that range. And it's, like, but she doesn't take it lightly. Like, whenever, like, I've tossed her, I know nothing about infield, right? And I've, like, been on the sideline tossing her balls and she's just like worried about that first step and like tr- or like bad hop good what is it called bad hop good hop bad hop Here, yeah. she teaches me so much and she's like that's the thing though is like she because she's so good because she like thinks about those little things and does those little things and yeah, I mean, she's just so good. And I tell myself, don't hit it to her if I have control over that. And so, yeah, her scouting report is don't hit it to sister. Um, and if you do hit it to sister, make sure it's like down into the ground, like high, too high for her to be able to catch it before you get to first base. Um, yeah, because she's going to find a way to get there. She's going to find, that's another thing. She just, whenever you feel like there's no way she's getting to something, she like finds a way to get there, like a little sneaky, Freaking, I don't know what you call it, but it's like, oh, that's getting through. And nope, she's on her knees somewhere. Just like, I don't know. She's a weirdo in a good way. But, moral story, scouting report, I tell myself, don't hit it to Sister Bates.
1: The end. That's a great scouting report right there. The scouting report on Sis Bates provided by Aliyah Andrews. So, let's flip it. Sis, what is the defensive scouting report on Aliyah? I can't wait to watch this now when you guys, when you guys hit it to each other. I you mentioned Aaliyah's competitiveness and no fear, which I'm an outfielder, so I'm gonna side with Aaliyah on this of just like loving the outies. I've always wanted to ask you this, so I'm gonna ask you this as we're recording it. AJ Andrews, Aaliyah Andrews, who's who's catching more balls? Who's got who's got more range between you and your sister?
2: Um, I couldn't tell you. Cause I don't know. (laughs) Are
1: you guys competitive with each other of like, are you and AJ competitive with each other?
2: We're not. We, I think it helps that like, we've always been so far in age. So like she's always, you know, been a lot. Yeah. We're like four year. Yeah. Let's remember the age everybody. Four or five years. Can't remember. Four real years, five school years. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So like we never played on the same team because five school years, but we're in like four years of age. um, So yeah, so because she's has always been like a lot older than me, I feel like the gap was so wide that it, it wasn't as competitive because obviously it was kind of like, obviously she's going to be better than me yet, you know, just because the gap was so big, Um and I liked it that way. Like, I liked that she was able to go to college and, like, build her legacy and have her time. And then, you know, there was no Andrew sister for a year. And then I came. And then I was able to do that. So I think it would just would have been a lot – I don't know. I like that we were able to have, like, our separate times in a way. But, yeah, we're not really competitive with each other. People are always like, who's faster? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, technically – I'm faster just because our strength and conditioning coach said so here at LSU. (laughs) But who would win in a race? I have no idea. And we're never going to do that because I don't think either of us want to know.
1: Maybe we put it out there. Maybe we can see this happen one day. I love it. And I I can relate to my sister and I never got to actually race. I'm just going to let her feel like she could have beat me, but she couldn't when we were the same age. No way. I love that. So I do before we dive into rapid fire questions, I have one one question that I think is important, too, for female athletes. And I've kind of got to watch you both go through this on the business side of sports. And now, you know, you guys are right before the the NIL experience, but now, you know, more and more college softball players um, are getting deals. In fact, sis, I just saw you as like the, f- the photographer for uh, for Kenzie at, at University of Washington. But how has your experience been um, of just learning and navigating that business side and the endorsement deals? You're both Adidas athletes um, and going through that. Fortunately, you get to go through a lot of it together. But what has that experience been like? And what have you really learned about the the sponsorship endorsement side of being a professional athlete? Sis, you want to go first? Aaliyah, what about for you, what do you think you've learned probably the most um, in the past two years just from, you know, even having deliverables, you have contracts, you have social media posts, you have appearances. Um, What have you really learned from being the, the business side and the endorsement side of softball?
2: I would say, I think we learn a lot. And I think one part of it is just like the business, like, you know, we we play softball for our whole lives and in college, obviously we didn't have to worry about it because we didn't have NIL yet. Um, And then you get out and you're like, yeah, you get contracts done in your face and you get all these things and you're kind of like, whoa, Um, you know, it's, you think that, and I think the biggest thing is like knowing our worth. I think that was a hard thing for probably sis and I, when we first got out of college was thinking like, Oh, kind of, and I think this happens with a lot of women's sports is thinking that we should just be grateful for the opportunity instead of, you know, knowing that we, that we deserve more because we're putting in all this work. We're great athletes. We're doing this. We, you know, we have the following, whatever it is, um, knowing that we do deserve better. And I think sometimes we get caught up me myself for sure. Like in the beginning I was like, Oh, well, I'm just so happy that, you know, someone's interested. Like it just seems super cool. But you find the people like our agents, of course, hello. And some other people that are just in your corner and they're like, no, Leah, like what the, what is wrong with you? You deserve way more than that. Um, and you, you know, you push for it and it, and it comes up, but obviously it's business. So they're, they're going to shortchange you at first to see if you'll take it. Um, so you just, you learn those kind of things. And I think the biggest thing is like knowing your worth and knowing the worth of women's sports and it's growing it has been growing. We deserve a lot. We deserve more than I think what some people do give us credit for. So I think that was, that's a big thing.
1: so good you guys it's such an important message too even like knowing your worth as well i i want to end with with some fun after we like dove into the the really serious topics there so i just want to throw out some rapid fire questions just first name that comes to mind or first thing that comes to mind what about who is the best coach or facilitator in athletes unlimited All right, I'm going to stick to the coaching, and Ali, I'll start with you. Most memorable phrase or lesson that you've learned from a coach, and and which coach was it? Could be any coach in, in your career. Um,
2: Could you catch that? Okay, wait, he says, could you catch that? This is Dobby. Could you have caught that? And the person will say, uh... Da, 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 you'll stutter or you say yes or no and he goes well I guess we'll never know number one phrase if you don't die for something that was when I knew I needed to die for everything because I was not going to hear that one more time that's like the first thing that comes to my mind there's a
1: lot more coach Dobson that's from LSU
2: coach Dobson yeah I guess we'll never know I'm like I literally like the first time I heard that I was like oh my god I guess we really will never know if I could catch that catch that. you're right I'll get it next time now. <laughs> like,
1: now we know why she catches everything.
2: There you go. She didn't want to hear it anymore. I was like, I can't hear that anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did you get that? Well, guess what I'm know.
1: most difficult pitcher you've ever faced and why?
2: I would say... Osorio Osorio I hope I'm saying that name she played at Alabama I think she was a senior when I was a freshman rise ball like no other like I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you what that was I think I just went up there and started like swinging I was like you know if you see it kind of coming at my chest that's probably the best one I'm getting so I I was just swinging that thing she was so tough to hit oh my gosh but yeah, I think I only had to face her for that series and then not again. But I just remember that
1: Alexis Osorio, Alabama. Yes, we all have those pictures, right? Like sometimes just yeah, or I um, was on auto swing for those. Okay, defense question. You can't answer about each other. Hardest hitter to defend.
2: I don't know. I I would say that too. I think that's just, it's just hard. Cause usually like power hitters, it's kind of like not all or nothing, but like, you know, if, if it's over your head or like out of the park, it's out of the park. And then if it's not, then you go catch it kind of thing. But triple threats, it's like line drives and the gaps and, you know, little bloopers and crazy things. So I think that triple threats are hard for sure for, I think for everybody on the field
1: three for three, I will agree with you guys there. I don't know how much college softball, you both watch, my guess is you watch a little bit, but curious, um, early season favorites to win player of the year and freshman of the year, if you have one.
2: Well, because I feel like all I really watch or can watch because of my TV channels, I literally only have like SEC Network and ESPN <laughs> is like SEC right now. I feel like player of the year Skylar Wallace makes so much sense. And Kiki Malloy is doing so good. Her, too. I just only know SEC people, which sounds bad. I'm sure so many other people in, like, the Pac-12 and Big Ten are doing amazing, too. And I just don't get to watch all the time. Or Jada Coleman. She's doing so good. I know that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems like a lot of leadoff hitters. (laughs) I picked all (laughs) leadoff.
1: That's why I was curious how many um cause there there's a few, right? And these freshmen they just keep coming in better and better. I'm I'm biased because I get to watch them in our all star game, but like Jordan Woolery and Megan Grant at UCLA, um, Jocelyn Erickson at Oklahoma. They're so good.
2: They're so good.
1: As freshmen. Well, they're coming in as pros. It's fun to watch, and the Nyjah Kennedy too at Stanford. I don't know; she's a two-way player. She's good. I think she's she's been injured, um, but man, she's another really good. Our sports in good hands, for sure. Okay. Last question. Just curious. Name me a scenario in the World Series where Oklahoma doesn't win.
0: I feel like
2: that's the only acceptable answer is for us to choose our college to play them, because <laughs> or else we're haters. So yeah, same. LSU baby, championship there we game. Go.
1: Where I'm going. I think your alma maters will will appreciate that answer. Well, Aaliyah sis, thanks for thanks for hanging out. I I, know, I forget that we're actually like recording this because I could just sit here and and hang out with you both. So. Thank you for joining us on the car ride home.